the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, it's the end of November. We just got through Thanksgiving and we got a fresh show for you here. Welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, flying solo tonight uh, across the skies of America and wherever else you may be listening to this. Uh, it is uh, one of those nights where I needed to get a show done and my lovely wife has gone to bed and I didn't have any uh, guests lined up yet, so you got me. <laughs> the old tried and true. Um, Paul here with you, and so we're going we're gonna to get through this next half hour together. And I think it's going to be great. So uh, buckle up, uh, return your seat back to the uh, upright position, and put your trays away because uh, it might be a bumpy ride, but we're gonna we're gonna be just fine. I think. I want to tell you about our word of the week before we begin. Uh, begin here, uh, the word of the week is a fun little game that we play where you can uh, use this word to improve your vocabulary. Make people impressed with all the big fancy words you might know, and also just uh, sound a little bit more intelligent than you maybe did before. So our word of the week this week, and you get 10 points for using it in a sentence, is severance. Severance is uh, ending something. Uh, you might be uh, have a severance from work or um, uh, severance of a relationship. Uh, you might sever your relationship with food after Thanksgiving or, or maybe desserts. Um, or, or something, but anyhow, severance is uh, is our word of the week, so use that well, and uh, give yourself, like I said, 10 bonus points every time you're able to use that in a sentence, because, you know, big words are important for us. Uh, another thing that's important for us is knowing how to get a hold of me here at the show. Uh, some people like to call or send texts. That's easy enough. Here's my phone number, 760-608-1942. Some people like to email. It's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Um, why would you use those? Well, maybe you just want to call and chat. Maybe you've got an idea for a show topic. Today I was sitting here thinking, oh gosh, got to have a show, got to have a topic. And I'm out of them, folks. I've got, I've got, I'm looking as it, uh, at the, the, the shows in advance. One, two, three topics um, left and got to come up with some new ones. The best way to do that is for you guys to send me some topics, uh, to have us talk about on the show. Maybe you'd like to talk about one of those and be on the show yourself. Maybe you'd like to share your, uh, story. Uh, our, our testimony is a powerful tool against addiction, uh, for people who can hear it. And also for ourselves, just to remind us where we've come from. So would love to have you participate by uh, sharing your story, telling your mess, and how it becomes a message uh, on the show. So you can do that by sending me the email or by calling me or texting me. You can also uh, join the show financially by texting the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 925-5722. And what that does, first of all, you get a nice tax write-off for anything you give to us uh, that is tax deductible. So I know as we wind up the year of 2023, people might be looking for a good place to make a donation to get a little bit of uh, relief on your taxes. And we would love to uh, help you out that way. So we are a recognized tax-free um, entity. So anything you give to us 
does become a, uh, a write-off on your taxes. So you can do that if you like. But also, um, everybody who gives on the uh, the show becomes a member of our Discord community so you can get together with other givers and talk about things. And this year, we've got a special bonus for you. Uh, I just recorded with Paxton Pantry uh, our bonus movie commentary uh, for everybody who is a donor. And if you give us $1, you get access to the bonus commentary. Everybody who uh, is given this year will get access to that. I will send it out to you. And it is our movie commentary for the movie Elf. Uh, Faith and I sat down in separate locations, watched the movie simultaneously, and recorded our conversation about the movie. So what the idea is, is like the director's commentary or, or whatever you get on, on DVDs. You remember those plastic things we used to put in machines, right? Well, it's the commentary. So you can put the movie Elf on. You can turn the sound down a little bit. Put on this, uh, maybe in headphones or something like that. And listen to us talk our way through the movie Elf. Because Faith and I are huge Elf fans. So I want to thank Paxton Pantry for joining us on that. And that will be coming to your inboxes very, very soon. Uh, it was a thrill to be able to do it. So everybody who gives uh, in the year will be able to have access to this. And that will be up um, until Christmas Day. Um, we'll, we'll be sending those out after Christmas. Um, you'll get next year's movie commentary and some other gifts that we'll be sending out along the way. But we just really appreciate all of you folks who do give to the show and to the ministry. I got wonderful news today um, from the building department in town saying that uh, we would be able to proceed with our building almost right away. Uh, we got the great news that we do, it looks like, <laughs> as I say this right now, it looks like we do not have to wait for the architect stamp that we had been waiting to try to get for all these months. Uh, so we're hoping to be able to get going on replacing the electricity in our building very shortly, uh, putting in flooring and getting the process worked on to renovate that building. So we really do appreciate all of the donors who makes the show happen and who will be part of our Nehemiah project to rebuild those walls of that church. Also, as this show gets released, today is um, what they call Giving Tuesday follows right after Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We have Giving Tuesday. So um, uh, if you want to pass this along to people and, and you know someone who's looking for um, a, uh, a donation that they would like to give, we would love to partner up with them so that we can get this building taken care of and start helping out families and, and um, people in need with recovery, incarceration issues, and uh, just all the things that we do with the ministry. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of that. People tell me I spend way too much time at the front of the show talking. I'm looking at my clock right now, seven and a half minutes in plus the bumper. So we're eight minutes into this show. So here's my idea. Let's go ahead and get rolling with the show, shall we, Paul? Sure. That sounds great. Now I'm talking to myself. All right. What I want to talk to us today about is something that is super important in life, but especially in recovery, we become aware of this every year. Uh, called the Holiday Blues. We just finished up with Thanksgiving and a lot of us had family or went to see family. And some of that was wonderful, I'm sure. So it was was lovely and and just amazing. I got to spend time with my grandsons 
and my daughter and son-in-law this uh, Thanksgiving, and that was great. We went to my mom's house. My brother, his wife, and uh, their daughter came along as well. But anytime you get that much family uh, together, it can be um, different. I mean, we all have different ways of of dealing with life and situations. And uh, sometimes we handle things well. Sometimes we get a little bit feisty. Um, and <laughs> I've, I've been told that, that family and fish are the same. They're, they're great when you first get them, but after three days, they both start to stink. And uh, my brother spent uh, several days at my mom's house, and by the end, uh, people were getting on each other's nerves. And uh, when we went over to go visit, it was a little tense at times. And um, they certainly handled things differently than I would handle them in terms of uh, just being calm and relaxed. I know I don't sound like a calm and relaxed guy, but, uh, you know, just the the salty language felt more like we were in a, a locker room or down by the docks than in uh, grandma's house. And those kind of things can cause issues. Um, I had a cousin um, who um, passed away the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, When my father passed, it was two days before Thanksgiving. And you go into these holidays and everyone's seeing their family and maybe smiling and you see all the commercials on TV that are pulling at heartstrings and reunions and, you know, uh, soft focus on the camera and warm color saturations to bring out the the warm tones and just make everything look cozy, people laughing and smiling and hugging. And, and you realize that person's not there this year, that you're spending a holiday without a particular loved one, whether that is uh, through a circumstance that keeps you apart or uh, through a, a person just simply having passed in this last year. It can be difficult. And when everybody else wants you to be happy and, and maybe you just don't feel like being happy, that can put a lot of stress on as well. So we get a lot of people in recovery at this time of year who struggle with just daily life just the the day-to-day stuff and then having to deal with meals and food and 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 get-togethers and maybe there's some people who are trying to remember you and that's great but but I know from personal experience uh, my loss is not as big as your loss and 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 me losing a person is not the same to you and you can feel bad for me because I'm your friend, because you love me. You don't want me to hurt, and you don't want to see me struggle. But, but I can remember, you know, 30 years ago when I was going through a divorce, and I would be struggling, and I would reach out to a friend, and they would, they would answer the call. You know, they'd have me come over, and we'd sit and watch a movie or do something, and then it always came to the part of the day when it was time for me to go home. And when I went home, they went about their business. They brushed their teeth, went to bed, went to work, and all was fine. But I still had that hole. And and it's impossible for me to wear your hole, just like it's impossible for you to wear mine, because it's our own, you know, pain to bear, and, and you can't carry that for me. 
You can empathize, certainly, and you can sympathize, but at the end of the day, we can be stuck by ourselves, listening to ourselves breathe, uh, hearing the clock tick on the wall or the next tear hit the pillow as we um, mourn that loss or feel that sorrow. And the question is, how do we deal with that? Are we handling it in a healthy way? Are we dealing with it uh, reasonably or are we falling into old habits? Are we leaning on our recovery? Are we leaning on our addiction? Are we practicing those steps that have kept us healthy or are we just allowing denial and denial behavior to rule our lives once again? And the thing is, is, is hopefully we have at some point recognized and identified those behaviors as negative and taken actions to better ourselves. And going back to it is a, it's a bad choice, but it's an easy choice for us to make sometimes. I had a friend who uh, got bad news about a job before Thanksgiving, and so they were tightening the belt, tightening the the budget. And uh, one of the things that this friend has been trying to quit for many years that I've known them through recovery is chewing tobacco. And so they had quit chewing tobacco, but then they found another can. (laughs) in a drawer and so they had that one last can and they wouldn't give it to me I said give it to me I can get rid of it for you right now no I'm gonna and they just reset the recovery clock by doing that we get into our addictions to cover something up there's some sort of pain that we're covering by using that bottle by taking those drugs, by eating that food, by buying that next thing in what we like to call retail therapy, by arguing, by gambling, whatever the compulsive behavior it is. It could be cleaning, it could be exercising, it could be brushing your teeth compulsively. I don't know what issue it is that you might deal with, but I know that if we don't deal with our issues, they will deal with us. And at this time of the year, from experience, with you know over 20 years of doing recovery ministry, I see a lot of relapse and hear about a lot of relapse during the time between Thanksgiving and New Year's as people deal with the holiday blues. So so that's what we're talking about today here is is holiday blues and and it's real. Um and it's it's recognized not just in recovery circles but in in secular mental health circles as well. I want to talk about how to deal with these things after we take a break here, but I'm going to give you a little song here. This song was uh, sent in by my friend Andrew, uh, listener Andrew. Thank you so much for singing this. This is uh, Forrest Frank uh, featuring Hulvey. The song is called No Longer Bound, 
and uh, we are no longer bound. So before I talk about the song, I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of it. So here's Forrest Frank and Hovey with No Longer Bound. You ain't drive me in that pit. Hey now, saw my soul inside that fam and said that's it. Grace now, you never flake in the car winner. I just came to borrow with the gold winners. Fast forward, turn to a road runner. Spirit caught me here, go get it. Shed blood, gave me lemonade on his cold bin. Pick me up. Always send me turn always chasing after Vicky on. Took me to his fine and gave me peace and chose to cleanse me up. Now I'm testifying of your greatness. This a different look. Life been hitting hard, let's take it slow Take a walk by the river and let you flow Cause Lord, you are all I ever want You're all I ever want Cause I was lost until you found me Now I know you're all around me Nothing I could ever do There you have it. Uh, one of the things I noticed as I was listening to this, and especially the, the part that uh, we just got to you off of iTunes that they uh, that they they snagged that ninety second thing. It's a little uh, bridge in the middle there, and uh, the cultural references I was not familiar with. I, I had to I had to look him up. <laughs> I didn't know who Cole Bennett was. Cole Bennett is uh, apparently a, a guy who does videos, and then Timmy Turner was a cartoon character uh, on the Fairly Odd Parents, and uh, I knew nothing about that either. So, uh, first of all, <laughs> there you go, learning some new stuff with this song. But the idea there, uh, it's, you know, it's catchy enough for sure. I like that it starts off with a nice uh, bass uh, on it there. Um, and, uh, you know, it says, I was lost until you found me. Now I know you're all around me. And that is awesome. That is awesome. Even if we look like it kind of quotes Psalm in the shadow of the valley of death. Or the valley of the shadow of death, I should say. Um, and it's, uh, it's great to know those things on, a, on a, uh, an academic level. But one of the things that I can struggle with and other people struggle with. I had a conversation with a friend just a week or so ago about this very thing is the the pain involved in knowledge. And what I mean by that is uh, I have a lot of knowledge about psychology and recovery and I know the things to say when the person calls me at midnight, screaming at the walls, you know, struggling with their recovery, wanting to crack that bottle open. I I have talked people down. I've sat with them and, and held hands and just looked into their eyes and listened to each other breathe for hours to get them through that. And I, I know how to do that. And I believe in that. And I love being that person 
for people. And if you need that, please have a person. And if you don't have a person, I told you the number already, 760-608-1942. Call me. I will answer. If I'm groggy, I'll, you know, call me again until I answer. And I'll, you know, I'll shake the cobwebs out and we'll talk. We'll chop it up. I love that. I love doing that for people. But it is so hard for me to reach out and make that phone call. (laughs) I tell myself to shut up because I know what I would say. I know what I would say when the person calls me and I tell myself that and I say, okay, I get it on the academic level, but I don't get it on the emotional heart level. And when I stop talking to myself or when that phone call hangs up, then there I am again with myself right in the middle of the holiday blues. Again. But we do have that promise. You came to set us free. I am no longer bound. I don't have to be. That prison is a prison of my own making. It's my choice to stay in that prison. And most of the time, I make the right choice. And I say, no, thank you. I'll see myself out. (laughs) Appreciate the company you tried to give me, Satan, but you're on your own. You can clean up the party and explain to your parents. Most of the time, I can do that. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult. And, and if you understand me, you understand me. And if you don't understand me, you just don't understand me. And I know that. I know there are people listening to this that say, just listen to the words. Just listen to the message. Just know what you know and move forward. Don't fall into the trap. I get that. I've probably said that to people. And it's just the same way as sometimes we can't relate to another person's addictive struggle. We can't relate to the fact that they need to have that drink right now. We can't relate to the fact that they need to spend that money right now or they need to gamble right now or they need to eat right now because that's not the the power that grips us, that has control over our emotions at times. Sometimes I just can't talk myself out of it on an academic level. It's a heart level. And I think the thing that I need to be able to do is make sure that I keep that heart exercised enough so that when I need to use that muscle, it's working. You know, I my knees are getting old, people. I've got more pain in my legs now than I've ever had in my life. Standing up can be difficult sometimes. Bending down to get something off the ground and getting back up probably not going to happen real easily. When I watch people on TV, you know, exercising or doing squats, I think to myself, those days are gone. But the more I exercise, the better I get at those things. The more I stretch my back, the less it hurts me. So I've got to use these things before I need them. And I know every year the holidays are coming up. (laughs) It's a calendar. It's how the calendar works, people. So I know the susceptibility and the possibility is there for what I've got to do is I've got to prepare myself in advance. So some things that we can do, things that we can do, one of them right off the top. And listen, I know. Hi, I'm the pot. Welcome to my house kettle. This is definitely a situation where we're both pointing out the flaws of each other, but we got to get enough sleep. 
important, important, important in so many areas of our life is getting enough sleep. I know through my own experience that when I start to feel attacked, when I start to feel down, when I start to feel negative, one of the best things I can do is get myself into bed, close my eyes, put on the cokey frogs on the device and get to sleep because almost always when I wake up in the morning, I feel better. Not always. And I don't always feel great, but I feel better. And, and sometimes folks, that's what we got to aim for is better. We got to get better before we can get good. Am I right? You know, the, the, the marathon is, is starts with the first step. You eat the elephant one bite at a time. So to hope that I'll go from bad to great instantly is not practical. Setting myself up for failure. I'm having expectations, and we know expectations are premeditated resentments. So, so I've got to make sure that I take the right step. And, and if I can get myself to sleep and wake up feeling just incrementally better, that's progress. So getting enough sleep, planning it, not staying up too late, which is, again, hi there, I'm the pot. Uh, but we got to try to do that. Another thing that I can admit I'm not great at is our diet. I'm not saying trying to lose weight. I'm saying the food that we put in. Having good nutrition is important because when you feed your body, it feeds your mind and that that causes everything to be better. And, and in this time of the year, we do have a tendency of exposing ourselves and availing ourselves to more high sugar, high fat foods. Uh, you know, we have that pumpkin spice latte. We get the, 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 the you know, uh, peppermint mocha or, or, or whatever we're drinking uh, from Starbucks. We have the pies with the whipped cream. We have all of the extra desserts. It's just around us. People bring, you know, well-meaning people <laughs> bring big plates of cookies and chocolates uh, to whatever. And so we get amped up on these things and that, that, that pushes our... Uh, anxiety and stress higher because those sugars feed that. So in order to maintain our mental health, we've got to maintain our physical health as well. So watching what we eat is important. And I'm not saying cut out all the stuff because, you know, it, it, I, I have some, but, but do things in moderation and balance it. Before you eat a plate of cookies, have a plate of protein and then a couple of cookies. Um, don't eat the cookies and then have, you know, one little slice of pepperoni as a snack and say, oh, well, I did good. I had pep, you know, protein, eat, eat, eat protein first, get a good meal and eat some vegetables and then have a small amount of, of dessert. Do something physical. You know, like I said, for me, I know that when I do my back stretches, um, my back feels better and I'm fixing to get back on that hot dog truck tomorrow. And I need to make sure that today I'm doing my stretches so that tomorrow I don't feel misery on the truck. Uh, it's just simple math. Do the stuff before you need it and you'll have it when you need it. Um, it might be a good idea to have a schedule. Um, you know, have a, have a routine that you go through. Uh, every Monday I have coffee with my friend Donnie. We meet at Starbucks about 9 o'clock and we have coffee and it's something that I look forward to. 
during the week and and on the weekends i know hey i got coffee on monday with donnie this is going to be good we a lot of times we'll do it on friday mornings as well so you know having something that you schedule maybe it's a movie night maybe it's a a phone call with a friend maybe it's just a check-in with uh, a sponsor or an accountability partner it doesn't have to be something big it can be something small uh just to keep you going and having momentum and having that that thing to look forward to um you know, when we're looking forward to something, it's a lot easier for me to focus on on that goal and, and getting there. Um, doing some new things, you know, pepper your, your life with new activities just to kind of not be too monotonous. Routine is good, but monotony is not, and routine can lead to monotony. So you got to keep it kind of balanced. Um, one thing that I've got to make sure for myself is that I don't listen to the wrong voices. Um, the wrong voices sometimes mean well. Sometimes they feel like they're doing the right thing. They feel like they're saying the right thing. But sometimes we are given the message of um, what we call the try harder doctrine. You know, uh, I, I listened to a uh, a pastor preach a sermon saying that if your ministry is not working the way you think it should, it's probably because you're not close enough to God. <laughs> you haven't been reading your Bible enough and praying enough. You're not getting close to God. So that's why your ministry might be failing. And they weren't talking to me. They were just talking in general. I thought, I know you mean well, pastor. You you mean for people to, you know, it's great to get closer to God, but you know, these are the type of, of horrible statements that can crush people. When my daughter had uh, a miscarriage, somebody gave her a book telling her why it was her fault that she had a miscarriage. And part of it was she wasn't close enough to God. And I wanted to just go strangle the person who gave her the book, the person who wrote the book, the person who published the book. I'm thinking to myself, oh my word, what a horrible message to send people saying that they are responsible for killing their baby because they're just not holy enough. But there are people who believe that and they mean well. God bless them, they mean well. But what they're doing is is crushing people and and giving people uh, the the reason to just quit because they've failed. I want to tell you people you haven't failed. You may have made a mistake, but you aren't a mistake. God didn't choose to love you because you're not unlovable, because you're unlovable, I I should say. He chose to love you because you are lovable. He chose to give you worth because you are worthy. People, holiday blues are a real thing, and if somebody's struggling with it, don't tell them, get over it. Don't give them a beer. Don't tell them to suck it up. Don't tell them how bad it is for you. Don't tell them to look around and be appreciative of what they do have. Acknowledge that they're feeling bad and they've reached out to you. Acknowledge that there's a problem. And listen, great advice that I heard from Pastor Rick Warren. Show up and shut up. If someone calls up, just show up. Just be there. They're not saying they need you to solve the problem. They're just saying, please be here with me while I try to make it through this problem. That's a very important thing. Just be with them. 
And, and if they ask you for advice, then now it's time to start giving advice. But ask them first, hey, am I here just to support you or are you looking for me to help you solve this problem? Okay, it, it, unwanted, un, un, unasked for advice oftentimes does not get heated. It does not get heard in the way that you mean it and it just becomes more problematic to that person. So, so just hear your friend your loved one, this person who's called, hear them first. Hear what they're saying. Acknowledge what they're saying. And if you don't understand it, it's okay to tell them, look, I see that you're hurting. I don't understand you're hurt. I want to, but I don't. But I'm here for you. I will be here for you. I'm not leaving because I don't understand. I just want you to know that I don't understand this the way you understand it, but I'm working on it. Maybe you can tell me another way, or maybe it's just okay that I don't understand it. All you need to know is I'm here and I love you. And then keep checking in on them. Don't be a burden. (laughs) Don't be obnoxious. I have that problem. I check in too much on people. But check to make sure they're okay. Because if they reached out once and, and, and you helped them, they might seem okay. Maybe they just don't want to be a burden. I, I do that. If I reach out to you and then I tell you I'm okay, there's a good chance I'm just trying not to be a burden. There's a good chance it's my codependency shining through. So check on those people. Check on yourself. Have people that you check in with. Let's get each other through these holidays. It can be wonderful. It can be joyful. But let's make sure that the ones that are having a difficult time, we're, we're bringing them with us as well. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, I thank you guys for spending this time with me. And hopefully it was helpful to you or uh, um, useful. Uh, But let me know. Send me a text or give me a call at 760-608-1942 or write me an email at bowtieguy@messituppodcast.com and let me know what you thought about the show, whether you liked it or didn't like it. I want to know. I mean, if, if everybody's out here thinking, gosh, here goes this guy droning on again. I wish he'd say something different. I need to know that. <laughs> the only way I can change is with your feedback. Otherwise, I'll just think I'm doing everything great. Um, so let me know the stuff that you like, the stuff that I could work on. Something rubbed you wrong. Let's talk about it. Um, so give me a call or a text or an email and, and we'll do that. Don't forget that word severance is our word of the week. Give yourself 10 bonus points. Don't forget uh, it's it's... Um, uh, giving Tuesday so you can uh, text the word mom to 760-WALLS-CA and, uh, and help, uh, help the ministry grow it's 925-5722 if you don't like the letters um, I thank you all so much for being my, my loyal listeners we are through November we are 11 twelfths of the way through the year folks next time we do a show it's going to be December So happy to do all this with you guys. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up.